Amen. 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 Will you turn with me to Second Kings, the thirteenth chapter? Second Kings, the thirteenth chapter. When you have it, will you let me know by standing to your feet? Second Kings, thirteenth chapter. And I want to read one verse until you're hearing verse 17. 2 Kings, the 13th chapter, verse 17. And I will be reading from the NIV rendering. Amen. Verse 17 says, open the east window, he said. And he opened it. Shoot. Elijah said, and he shot the Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow of victory over Aram. Elijah declared, you will completely destroy the Arameans at Aphek. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to preach from this thought for just a few. I want to preach from this thought. Shoot your best shot. Shoot your best shot. Turn to somebody and will you help me? I haven't preached in about two weeks, so I'm, I'm coming out the gate on this morning. Amen. So I ask that you help me on this morning. Will you turn to your neighbor and help me preach this one and say, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, oh, shoot your best shot. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you read the Bible <clears throat> through and through, you will discover that God has promised us as believers that we will have the victory. Amen. Yeah, being victorious, Deacon Wright is great, but we must understand that God requires us to do something besides sit and wait to celebrate the victory. Uh, we must be willing to shoot our best shot and allow God to handle the rest. And without a doubt, Sister Beyonce, the devil is a liar. I come to serve notice, Brother Shelton, that devil is a liar. And the truth is not in him. And the devil is a liar, and we can have whatever God has our name on. But sometimes we have to be willing to do a little work. And I found out we want to do a lot of asking. But we don't want to do any work. God has given someone in this building a vision. God has given someone, Sister Emma Jean, a dream. But because you haven't used the arrow to shoot at the target, God has postponed your victory. And I want to tell you something. I found out when we use our own abilities to help ourselves, 
God is pleased and he does the rest. I, I, you, know, you know, people have a sense of always being needy. And a lot of times we can have it in our possessions, Puff, and we look for someone else to give it to us. But here, God is telling us that we have what we need. And it's in our hand. Tell somebody what you need is in your hand. Yeah, I found out that we have to be able to use our own abilities to help ourselves. I, I, I I can't do but so much for you. You 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 wanna you wanna go back to school? We can't make you go. You want a better job? We can't get you there. But one thing about it, if you shoot your best shot, if you apply for the job, if you go to school, I I, I just believe I just believe that if you put one foot forward. I, I'm a living witness that if you put one foot forward, God, tell somebody, God will do the rest. God will do the rest. And you know, sister, I, and I have a lot of questions. I, and, and some of the questions I have are, what are your desires from God? Be honest with me. What are your desires from the master? What victories do you see in your future? Oh, my brothers and sisters, what obstacles are in your way? I want to tell you that God will take you out of them. But you got to be willing to do something. Oh, can I encourage you to shoot your best shot? And, and, And Sister Sharon, I had a Caucasian friend when... Um, my mama, she was in the military. She uh, was in Clarksville, Tennessee. And my mom know who I'm talking about. His name was Levi. And, uh, you know, us black parents, we, we don't want anybody to spend the night over our house. And my mom, Sister Wilbur, would never let him spend the night over our house. But every now and again, Levi would knock on the door and say, can Nate come out and play? And soon we would play, Brother Tuck, and it'd get dull. And my mama would say, go ahead and stay over there. <laughs> but, but, but I said all that to say this. He taught me his daddy was big on um, hunting deer. Uh-huh. And you know, now they, they use shotguns and all this stuff. But his daddy was so much of a craftsman, Deacon Boston, that he was able to use a bow and arrow to shoot at his shot. And one thing he taught me, he said, you don't never aim directly at your shot. For your target might move a little bit. And I want to tell somebody, you don't have to aim exactly at the target. But if you hit somewhere around the middle of it, God has a way of taking that arrow and sticking it in the target. Have you ever been there before? When money got funny and all you could do was pay a little bit and some kind of way God still provides. Tell somebody, shoot your best shot. Go back to school. I 
don't it say you can't do it, but do it anyway. You, you better make some believers out of these naysayers because they believe that you can't do it. But I want to encourage you, brother, brother Carswell, that you can do whatever God said. Oh, my brothers and sisters, my aim this morning is to get your morale and confidence to a level, Sister Boston, where you know that you are the answer and the major piece to your own victory. But it takes Deacon Conan some work and God's instructions. And when you listen to God and allow God to be your God, God, he will see the victory through. I, I, I will see a great example of what to do when the only thing missing to the victory is our shot. Tell somebody, take your shot. Tell somebody else, take your shot. No, y'all didn't tell the wrong person. Y'all looking at me. I'm the one who wrote the sermon. Look at your neighbor and say, take the shot. You just don't know. Somebody needed to hear that. Somebody has been scared to do what God has told them to do. But I want to tell you, you can have it. You can have whatever God has for you. Oh, brothers and sisters, that's all we see in 2 Kings 13. And before I go any further, I want to tell you that your best shot is your only shot. <laughs> Sister Paul, though, your best shot. Is the only shot. And, and I want to tell you, whatever you are looking for God to do is garnered in your shot. Oh, yes, it is. It's garnered in your shot. A, a bow and arrow. Something so small. But so relevant. Something so small. But yet so important. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, we look at our resources as if we don't have enough. But I found out that God will take a, a nickel and turn it into a dollar. Have you ever been there before when you could not pay your bills and some kind of way God stretched? Am I talking to anybody here that know that God has stretching power? That he'll do. What he said, he would do. Not much. Sister Robinson, not much. Just a bow and arrow. And I want to ask you a question. What has God blessed you with? You might not have all the money in the world. But that does not mean that you cannot help somebody. You might not get matriculate like Sister Wright and, and, and all those, but, but one thing, you know that God is good. Oh, it don't take a scientist to know that God is good. I want to tell you that 2 Kings 13, 17 is recommending us to shoot our best shot. I want to tell somebody, just shoot your shot. You know, when I was younger, when I was a little player, you know, the men would push me and would say, if you want the girl phone number, shoot your shot. Now, I know a lot of, of y'all ain't never dated. The person y'all married to is the only person you dated. 
But every now and again, I had to find me a girlfriend or two. And my partners, we would be in the mall, they would push me and say, Nate, shoot your best shot. If you get turned down, it's all right. At least you shot your best shot. Now, this is what I want you to do. If your partner don't mind you touching them, turn to them and push them a little bit. Push them a little bit. Push them a little bit. And tell them, go on. Shoot your best shot. You might fall down sometime. You might not hit the target every time. But one thing about it, you shout your shot. Oh, brothers and sisters, I know I got to get out of here. But I want to get in this text a little bit. As we engross ourselves in this text, we see a king and a prophet. We see Sister Ina, a spiritual figure and a monarch in conversation with each other. This is one mama of the only times that this person, this king, is mentioned in the Bible. Number one, Sister Kamara, he's mentioned for doing evil in the sight of God. And yet, Sister Beyonce, he's mentioned for his inactions with the prophet. Oh, my brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us that this evil man had a favorable relationship with a godly man. And yet, somehow, God uses these two to bless Israel. And before I go any further, I want to tell you the condition of the prophet Elijah. Elijah is sick. Not just sick, uh, Brother Snell, but he's sick unto death. And because of this evil king's respect to the man of God, he visits Elijah. And I want to stop right here momentarily and tell you, sometimes God can have his anointing on you so strong that the evil people around you have to respect the Jesus in you. Oh, brothers and sisters, this was an evil king. Oh, but God uses an evil king and a prophet to save Israel. And I want to tell you, oh, this king was not expecting anything. But he's at the right place at the right time. Elijah knows the Israelites are being defeated. Elijah knows that they are in need of a victory. And out of all people, Elijah could have used to make this consequential shot he uses a sinner. And Sister Sharon, that reminds me of myself. I'm not a perfect man. But when I was born, God instilled something in me. I was born in a world of sin. But I thank God Almighty that my sin did not keep him from calling me to serve on him. And I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, if he can use an evil king to shoot their best shot, why are you faithless and 
teach Christians and believers to believe that you can't have what you want to have. I want to tell you that you can have what you want to have. Tell somebody you can have it. You can have it. All you got to do is shoot your best shot. I want to tell you if you can use, if God can use a sinful man's angle and shot to determine the fact of a whole nation's fate. Surely he can use your shot to bless you and someone else. Oh, brothers and sisters, there are three things, and I got to hurry on, that I want you to know and to expect when you finally realize that what you're asking God to do and manifest in your life is simply in your shot. The first thing, brothers and sisters, I see we must shoot expecting victories. Shoot expecting victory. Sister Pardo, do you hear me over there? Shoot expecting victories. Where do you see that at, brother pastor? Verse 17, open the east window. He said, and he opened it. Shoot, Elijah said, and he shot. The Lord's arrow of victory. The arrow of victory over Aram. Elijah declared, you will completely destroy the army. See, Elijah here already had given this king the victory. And many times we are not successful because what we expect is not victory. A lot of times we don't have a problem with shooting our shot, but a lot of times we are scared where our shot may end. We expect to be defeated. We expect to be disappointed. Oh, but this verse tells us here that we will have the victory. And when I was at Macedonia, the mass crowd was saying, I got victory over the enemy. And the world can't do me no harm. And brothers, what I like to see and what I noticed here, he was not on the battlefield. And the war and the victory was already his. Sometimes the problem isn't shooting your best shot. But the problem comes after the shot is taken. Oh, brothers and sisters, and I want to tell you, you can talk yourself out of something. You can down your own self sometimes. And when God is ready to use you, you're so bored down on your own critical thinking. That when you have shot that shot, you're looking for it to fail. And I want to tell you that God, all he wants you to do and shoot the shot and expect the victory. Our brothers and sisters, not only must we shoot expecting victories, but we must shoot expecting challenges. We must shoot expecting challenges. Verse 18, then he said, take the arrows. And the king took them. Elijah told him, strike the ground. He struck it three times. And stop. He didn't want the victory. 
careful his actions were. And I cannot tell you something, Deacon Tucker, you don't know how important your actions are. Your actions can either kill your blessing or it can bring your blessing. And it says here that Elisha told his king to strike the ground. I want to tell you that this ground striking uh, looks and it is an example of challenges. Many times we will face challenges once we shoot our best shot. But the thing is, we must go through the challenges. Not only did this king have to shoot the shot, but he had to expect some challenges. And the problem with a lot of us that we want the victory, but we don't want the challenges that come before the victory. But I found out that these challenges are what makes me strong. Oh, brothers and sisters, I can honestly tell you what would have made me go crazy on last year. Made me stronger on this year. And brothers and sisters, God just put this in my mind and he told me, Nathan, grandmama is going to be okay. I don't know where that comes from, but I had to tell y'all and I hope that you agree with me that everything will be all right. Be not dismayed. There will be challenges after shooting your shot. You will have to muscle up, digging right, some strength sometimes to face these challenges. And Sister Dot, one thing I found out that challenges come and challenges go. But I found out that I can still stand strong because one thing I know if he took me out of one mess, he's able. To bring me through another mess. Do I have any witnesses in here that know that God would challenge you? And he wants to see how you will endure the challenges. Brother Jerry, I want to tell you that your challenges will come. But your blessing is in your challenge. It's not going to be easy. Nobody said, Jesse, that it would be. How far you were willing to go, nobody said how far. But I want to tell you, you got to go the last mile of the way. To see God bring your blessing into fruition. I got to leave you, brothers and sisters. I missed y'all so much. But I got to jump the fence. Not only must we expect challenges, but we must, Deacon Boston, shoot expecting more. Verse 19 says, the man of God was angry with him and said you should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have defeated Aram and completely destroyed it. But now you will defeat it only three times. And plus that makes me sad to know that people will go as far as they can go. And sometimes they 
are shy of a footstep. Before God is ready to handle the victory. I want to tell you this morning, you might have been better off waiting on Jesus. Than doing things on your own. Or the king was not aware that he had the keys in his hands. The prophet was angry, brothers and sisters. The king's mind was so limited to one victory that he failed to look past it and see that there were more victories to come. And I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, you have more victories in your hand. Stop looking at the present at right now and look at the future. I want to tell you that you have the victory. But the victory is in your shot. And I wonder, do I have anybody in here this morning that knows that maybe on last week I didn't take a shot that I should have took. But I just believe on this week that God is going to give me favor. When I shoot my best shot, I'm gone, y'all. May the Lord bless you real good. I can't leave you limited on your expectations. When you shoot your best shot and expect more than what you ask God for. There have been times where I've asked God to heal my body. And he did more than heal my body. He worked on my heart. And I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. You may be asking God to heal a family member. You may be asking God to make you walk again. But I just believe that God will not only make you walk again, he'll make you run. Am I talking to anybody that know that God will give you more than what you expected? All you got to do is shoot your shot. Tell somebody, shoot your shot. Tell somebody, shoot your shot. Your victory is in your shot. Deliverance is in your shot. Joy, who needs joy in here? Joy is in your shot. Lift up your hands and say, God, I'm willing to give you everything. I'm willing to shoot my best shot. Because one thing I know, the arrow in your hand will hit the target every time. Ain't God good? Ain't he good? Has he been good to you? If he's been good to you, why don't you stand on your feet and tell God thank you. Thank you for bringing me this far. Thank you. When I was sick, didn't think I was going to get well. I shot my shot. And you heal. You heal. You heal. My body ain't he good. Ain't he good. Ain't he good. God is good. God is good. God is good. Your victory is in your shot. Your victory is in your shot. You might not believe it. You might say, Pastor, I don't have the resources. But you got to put a foot forward. I found out that God, Sister Wilbur, wants to see how bad you want it. 
If you're not willing to shoot that shot, go to that interview. Go look for that house. Go back to school. Expect God to heal your body. And one thing I found out, I've tried to do it on my own so many times. But when I finally figured out that sometimes you got to shoot your shot. In some kind of way, the road got dull. And Sister Bobby, I had to shoot my shot not knowing what I was aiming at. Have you ever been there before? Been so down and out that you didn't know what to do. And I found out once I shoot my shot, some kind of way, God catches it. And it hits the target. Ain't God good? Ain't God good? The fact that he can use you to bless not only yourself, but the people around you. Do you have the arrow in your hand? What are you doing with it? Are you busy sharpening the arrow? Or are you trying to aim at the goal? I want to issue an invitation. Maybe you're saying, Pastor, you know, I've been trying things on my own. No walking, please. No walking, please. I've tried things on my own. And the fact that it did not work for me lets me know that I need God. And maybe you coming down to this altar and laying your burdens at the altar is the first shot at what you want God to do. If that's you, will you come? If you're saying, I need, I need God to bless something in my life, will you come? Will you come? Will you come? Man, woman, boy, girl, lay your burdens at the altar. Will you come? Will you come? Touching somebody's hand next to you. As the musicians play softly, you might not know what that person is going through. You don't know the hell that they have to go back home to. Some are in here being physically abused. Mentally abused. And the devil has taken up residence in someone's house. I want you right now to intercede. For that hand that you are holding. 
You don't, know, you don't have to know all that business for the Lord knows. I want you where you're at, out loud, praying for that person. Right now, will you pray? God, give us the courage when all else is against us. Remind us that we have the bow and arrow in our hands. And if we shoot our best shot, we know some way or another that you will intercept that arrow and make it hit the target. God, some have come burdened down. Some are hard and disappointed with themselves because they missed the shot. They missed the shot in their career. They missed the shot in their family life. They missed the shot in their health right now, God. They missed the shot in their finances, God. But one thing I love about you, that you will give us a duo. We thank you for do-overs, God. For we all have missed the chance to shoot our best shot. We thank you, sir, that you have given us what we need. We thank you, God, that you have given us what we need to go further. God, encourage us, push us to shoot. For we understand that it's the arrow of salvation. God, right now, ease minds right now, God. Some are worried. Some are leery of what this week may bring. But I just believe, God, that you will heal. You will deliver. You will set the captive free. Set the captive free. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. We thank you for the victories that we have. We thank you for the victories that are in our future. We count it all joy. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You may be seated.